So, how's your gyro? They're pretty good here, aren't they? Well, actually, it could use a little more juice. Well, you know, just go and ask them, you know? Nah. Oh, come on, go ahead. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yes, my friend? Yeah, uh, hi. <laughs> yes, how can I go? Um, I was wondering, can I get uh, a little more juice? You like the juice, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. The juice is good, eh? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh... <laughs> I get you more juice. Okay, great, thanks. Helios, more juice. What? For who? Right here. You like the juice, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Juice is very good, eh? Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is uh, good stuff. <laughs> More juice! What? More juice! We like, like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. Yeah. juice, juice is good. Is very, good. very good. So good. <laughs> Here is your juice. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. You enjoy the juice. <laughs> Open it up. Let's open it up. Here we go. Here we are. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? A wonderful salutation, greeting of 
Peace to you from me, Mortimer, Magic Main, the Safecracker, Quad A, your buddy, call me Morty, coming at you live from the Treehouse Lounge. We are 240 feet up in the air. That's quite high, my friends. Looking down even on the rest of the canopy below us, all the way down to the forest floor. What a day, what a day, what a day. Welcome back, or welcome, my friends, for the first time, if it is your first time check it out we are still grooving with the g's with our g's and it's great and we got gun club today the gun club not a gun club the gun club okay this gun club involves no guns but a lot of uh punk rock and blues and drugs <laughs> so we're gonna get into that but before the music my friends let's give a quick chat about the movie that we watched while we were setting up the joint today and it's been a minute i think uh since i saw a new movie that i liked so this was pretty refreshing it's called no sudden moves 2020 brandon fraser don Cheadle, benicio del toro i just call him benicio one of the Kalkin brothers, not Macaulay. I think it was Kieran. Jeez. Good cast. Good story. Nicely done, period piece. The art direction was pretty good. They had the cars, you know. It's a crime story. It's good. I liked it. We all basically liked it. I think there was like two people who were like, ah, got kind of bored. But like... It's nice. It was nice that it wasn't, you know, a remake. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe it was. No, I don't think so. But it's set in the D in Detroit. One of my haunts, you know what I'm saying? Spent some time in the D. Like going to the D, even though it's cold. So, what do we do when we see a good movie? We talk about it. We tell our friends. No sudden moves. Check this one out. Gong, gong, baby. Who wants to hit it? Toothpick, you're over there, I see you. No? Okay. Ham? Yeah? Do it, baby. Mm, there it is. Okay, gun club. Or should I say, the gun club. Or should I say, Jeffrey Lee Pierce. Which, I think I have to say, because basically, he was gun club. And basically, this episode is about this guy this guy was crazy <laughs> okay this guy he was born in 1958 jeffrey lee pierce he was raised in east la east los angeles until he reached his teenage years and then he moved to the san fernando valley with his family and i was like holy fuck east la to the valley we know which is which is the valley when people are like like you know whatever the valley that's the san fernando valley so streets of la where uh they had this their own unique punk scene to the streets of the suburbs that everybody makes fun of this guy must have been like Ah, oh, mom and dad, like, geez. 
Because he was obviously going to all the shows, as we will learn. This guy was an integral part of that LA punk scene that started up in the late 70s, which is basically where punk started everywhere. So, I wonder what it would have been like if he would have continued to grow up in East LA. Anyways, this guy was a performer, an artist. He was like writing and performing mini plays in high school. And I was like, that's pretty confident. <laughs> the art kids in my high school just like, I think they only did the musicals. I don't know, I could be wrong about that though. <laughs> Probably am. So uh, yeah, the Gun Club was the second version of a band that started out as the Creeping Ritual. And the Creeping Ritual was formed when Pierce, who was former head of the Los Angeles-based Blondie fan club. This is how I first heard about this guy. I was like, there's a guy who was the head of the Blondie fan club that became friends with Debbie Harry and Blondie. And then he had a band and like they were actually friends. So they actually supported them. <laughs> Him, as I learned later. But I checked out the tunes like, geez, must have been about 15 years ago now. And that's where I got my record at the record store that I used to work at back in like 05. And so here we are with Gun Club and here we are with Pierce being the president of the Blondie fan club. And it is while he's doing that at that point in his life where he meets this guy named Chief Congo Powers or later known as Chief Congo Powers. So we're just going to call him Chief Congo Powers because I think that's a cool name. And Chief Congo Powers was the head of the LA-based Ramones fan club. Okay, So these guys got together and they formed Creeping Ritual. And then Pierce's roommate was a guy named Keith Morrison from a band called the Circle Jerks, who I talked about before. He suggested that they change their name from Creeping Ritual to Gun Club. And uh, so they did. And here we are. And... Jeffrey Lee Pierce had a lot of punk credibility from the LA scene and from Blondie even being described and accepted as a punk band early on. Oh man, I wanted to tell this story when, uh, when we were doing Blondie, but I forgot. My uncle was in law school at the University of Manitoba in say like 1980. And he was just like, yeah, uh, Blondie. And he said that one of his friends, like who I think went on to become a judge, <laughs> was like, oh, you're a punk then, are you? And he's like, wait till I tell everyone that Maine is a punk. And my uncle told me the story and I was just like, holy fuck, like that idiot thought Blondie was like, meant that my uncle was like into anarchy and like, <laughs> That's what this guy thought. He thought punk was just about like piercing your nose with a safety pin and anarchy and you know, spitting in people's faces and stuff. That's why, you know, we're learning about this stuff. So anyways, Blondie was punk back then. I think they'd probably just be considered pop now. Kid Congo said of Gun Club, they were too arty for rock people, far too rock for arty people too cuckoo for the blues crowd and too american for punk 
and I, I'm still just like, whoa, like, I don't even know what that means, but, uh, I like it! <laughs> let's hear it, let's hear it, dude! tells us that uh, Pierce really liked heroin <laughs> you know like red flower number 27 green carpet sometimes you're just like how much is the sky blue going for sometimes it's just like you know what's up with the what are you saying with the red tops you know the atomic bomb some places you can go up and be like hey I'm looking for some black stallion, you know, and they'll hand you a bag of heroin, you know what I'm saying? You could be like, I've heard people be like, Grey stallion, Brown stallion, Clydesdale, you know, I've... <laughs> some places in the world, heroin is just like, they're just like H, you know, bird seed, you know what I'm saying? Cumulonimbus clouds, two for five, and it's just like, whoa, there's too many names here, you know? Too many names, but uh, I like how Jeffrey just preferred to use this, the actual name, like heroin, in that song. But uh, we must note that he was an addict. 
many times over. He basically died from liver failure. He drank so much that he poisoned himself and he went into a coma and died. And it was like all, all the stuff that I've read about, you know, these other musicians, big name musicians are like, this guy is hard to work with because he's hard to communicate with because he was always so messed up, mumbling, talking to himself, erratic behavior. So hard to hang out with, you know what I'm saying? This guy must have been. The song that we just heard was called She Is Like Heroin To Me. It's off of their first album, which came out in 1981. It was produced by a label called Rose or Slash. And my copy is a French release, so actually made in Paris, which is pretty cool. This album, when compared to their follow-up, which came out the year later, which we'll talk about a little bit, Fire of Love, Pierce was talking about it and he said, like after declaring his preference for their sophomore effort, Miami, he said, Fire of Love, I can't even remember making it. What can you say about a record that you cut for 2,500 bucks in 48 hours on speed? It was just punk rock. And I was just like, yeah, totally. Let's hear some more of that blues punk rock. This is Gun Club. <laughs> I was up this morning Blues walk like a man I was up this morning Blues walk like a man Worry blues Give me your right hand Every shell of a child Told me all upside down Blues of a child Told me all upside down. Trapped out old Jeffrey Lino, can't seem to turn him around. So preach blues.
the blues and yeah pretty wild stuff did anybody out there sit through that song and they're just like oh i don't think i'm gonna enjoy this but you sat through it and you're like oh i enjoyed it did anybody out there choose not to listen to (laughs) redbone by childish gambino because they're like oh I don't like hip-hop. I don't like hip-hop. I'll never like hip-hop. I'm not even gonna listen to this fucking song for four minutes. But then the next day they're like, Oh, I like- I really like Marvin Gaye though. And I'm just like, Is there anybody out there like that? (laughs) Listen to all the tunes, please. Christ, would you not have the fucking four minutes to spare people? You're already sitting in the lounge, right? Let me teach you with the music. Let me share with the music. At least listen to it before you decide you don't like it, okay? Please, please listen to it and then decide. Do not pass judgment based on genre up in here. (laughs) Okay, so Fire of Love is pretty successful. In 1982, the year after, they were signed to Blondie guitarist Chris Stein's label called Animal Records, which was a subsidiary of Chrysalis Records. So Chrysalis had so much faith in Chris Stein's talent scouting ability that they gave him his own like sub-label, and Chris Stein signed them. And on that album called Miami, it was recorded in New York City, and Debbie Harry, she's singing backup vocals on it, you know, so they're they're making music with the pros at this point. The first music, Gun Club Mer- music I heard was from the Miami album, but I do not have that one uh, on wax, as you can see, or as you can maybe, as I've alluded to. So this band also had like 25 members over their run, which is just kind of indicative of how fucking crazy uh, Pierce must have been. They broke up in 1985. And then uh, Jeffrey Lee started doing spoken word stuff, apparently, which must have been pretty (laughs) intense, something else for sure. And then uh, during that time, Chief Congo Powers 
He was briefly in the Cramps. It was, I think, the Cramps, so, so probably uh, Lux that gave him that nickname, gave him that stage name, that punk name, which I thought was cool. And uh, he, this guy, Chief, was also working with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and we all know how I feel about the birthday party. <laughs> Nick Cave's first album. So let me just say this. I don't think the Gun Club are a great band. I don't love their music. I don't think this is like, you know, life-changing music, but it's good and it's weird. And you know, you gotta change it up every once in a while, right? You gotta add some shit to your repertoire. You gotta try a new thing. So yeah, another weird connection with kind of like this band being kind of crappy, you know, but like they, they're connected to Nick Cave, who I think is kind of crappy too. This album cover, this is a trip, people. Okay, this album cover, I'll put it on the main Instagram page. It's all gray and it's got some dudes on the front. And I was always like, man, this album cover reminds me of the Burning Spear record that I have, Garvey's Ghost, which we talked about when we did the Burning Spear show. And then I learned today that after you know the successes started to uh, get rolling in 1882, Pierce went to Jamaica, actually met Winston Rodney, aka Burning Spear, so they knew each other. So now I'm like, fucking for sure that Burning Spear album influenced the Gun Club album. And I was just like, this is just a weird feeling I had, you know? That's my powers, people. I'll put both albums on the Instagram page so you can compare yourselves. But I was just like, when I made that connection today, doing my research, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Let's listen to another song. The song's about sex.
side one track one people the rest of the story so it goes in 1994 Pierce was arrested for brandishing a samurai sword inside his local the closest pub to his house where he lived in London that basically got him deported from the UK because he was living there without a visa shortly after that he went to Japan where he chilled for a bit but then he somehow got mugged and hospitalized in Japan. I don't know. No one gets beat up in Japan unless you're like in the Yakuza. Oh yeah, and also when he went to Jamaica, he got beat up. So this guy like probably had his ass kicked like a fucking hundred times in his life. I think he's just one of these type of cats, right? And then after all that, he just moved back to LA, right near where the Viper Room was, which was his buddy Johnny Depp's club where uh, River Phoenix overdosed. We've talked about that before too. He started off as a regular contributor to the, a fanzine called Slash. And people are like, what's a zine? Zine is a thing that, you know, it's half magazine, it's do-it-yourself magazine that's usually given out for free or whatever that just informs the kids of, you know, the shows that are coming up and profiles and pictures and just like fun stuff. So a zine is just the way that fans used to communicate with, you know, tidbits, scrapbooking stuff before the internet existed. So you see them every once in a while here and there, but it's mostly just like some revival, like the good old days of DIY punk. That's what I think anyways. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was writing articles about a variety of genres in the zine under the uh, pen name or nom, nom de guerre, ranking Jeffrey Lee which kind of alludes to his love of reggae, ranking Jeffrey. He got an interview with Bob Marley, uh, like even before Gun Club, so that's pretty cool. This guy loved blues and reggae. He uh, lived and performed all over the world. It was Henry Rollins who called Nick Cave to tell them that their friend Jeffrey Lee Pierce had died that day. And so that's gonna be it everyone, but uh, I hope you had fun and learned a lot today. Here's something to think about before we go and this is something that's just it's like every episode i do it's you know i learn more and it becomes more clear fame and fortune almost always equal drugs depression and death in the music industry like what the hell more so than must be any other industry right like movie stars don't wall out as, as hard as musicians do interesting well if you liked what you heard today bring it back here tomorrow my friends i'll have some more of this good juice for you i think we got just a couple g's left and then we'll be moving on to whatever letter is after g <laughs> hope you had a good time today oh actually contest update we had another entry to the contest this came from Chris in Winnipeg and Chris said hey Morty the H band was pretty hungover because he got hammered watching NHL hockey last half in his house and I gotta be like no that is also close but that is still not the answer so big ups to you for uh, contributing <laughs> reaching out but that's not the one that gets you the julian hein shirt all right peace to everybody out there all right bring it back here one time about 24 hours i'm gonna see you tomorrow let's say peace peace 
peace to the, all the gods and the earth, but especially the earth. Peace to all the particles which make up everything, which is everything. Everything is everything, baby. This mortal remains saying peace. Peace, y'all. Peace.